Welcome to episode 86 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, which include Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And we're coming to you from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter and Instagram at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings at the parks. And you can also find me on my personal Twitter, at Lover. And joining, as always, is my co-host, Patricia. Hey, Chris. What's up? <laughs> not much, not much. What about you? What's going on? Uh, I'm the one waking up at 5.30 in the morning to make a character box lunch for my child, and I will go to the sports festival all day tomorrow and take pictures. Well, that sounds that sounds fun. It's kind of fun, but it's kind of very tiring. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine so. I'm going to make the most awesome box lunch ever. <gasps> what do you make? Is it going to be Disney themed? I've done Disney before. I've done Olaf. Like, I, I've done Olaf. I've done um, Minecraft one year. And last year I did this um, Japanese... I guess a comic book or movie character Koro Sensei. Is this a guy okay. with like a smiley face? So I did that oh, last year. Um, like that's from death, assa- assassination. Uh, yeah, assassination classroom. Yeah, that's what, what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah man, yeah. I did that guy <laughs> with um, egg and a seaweed hat and cheese for his smile. So uh, this year I'm making <laughs> I'm making the Titan one. The guy. Oh, the, big, the attack on Titan. Yeah, the big Titan. And oh my, oh wait, oh, is my son asleep? I think he's asleep. Okay, he can't hear me because it's a surprise. Because he asked me, he's like, I'm like, Mommy, make me this one. I'm like, oh, it's really hard, sweetheart. I don't think I can do it. I'm sorry, but I'll make you Mickey. And he's like, okay, that's kind of cool, I guess. So, um, <laughs> but I'm going to make the guy and I'm going to make him actually. So like in the cartoon, there's like a wall, like a big wall. And uh, he's, like, really big, so he looms over it. So I'm going to make the wall out of, like, little hamburger cubes. Oh, that's cool. I know. I'm going to take a picture. I'll send it to you guys. I'll put it on Instagram if you want to see it. Uh, you can check out my Instagram at, at DreamSweetsLove and also my Twitter. Um, same name. Um, but, you know, enough about, enough about, like, people eating monsters and sports days. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk some Disney magic, Chris. What's going on at the parks? No, wait. What's going on in our podcast? Wow, what <laughs> is going on? Um, well, before we get to the topics, just want to talk really quick about our Patreon. And you, if you'd like to support uh, the podcast, you can head over to patreon.com slash TDR now and you can pledge Um money to the podcast and help support us and a big thank you to everyone who's already uh pledging 
you are all fantastic and we love you for it um if you pledge a certain amount we also have a bunch of perks um such as if you pledge five dollars more you get access to our episodes before everybody else so that's always awesome and then For $15 or more, you can also get access to our bonus episodes. And those are not published to the public. And it's only if you pledge $15 or more. And they're uncensored. (laughs) And we just talk about stuff that we would not normally talk about on the podcast. And we do have a new episode coming out in the beginning of June. And if you do pledge to $15, um, you also get access to all the all our past episodes as well. So make sure you check it out. Patreon.com slash TDR now. Okay, so now, now on to what we're going to talk about. We have some news. There's not, again, like the summer or like end of spring, beginning of summer, there's usually not a lot of stuff going on, but there's a couple of things we'll touch on. Uh, then we have our crowd forecast. And then our main topic, this podcast is our top 10 frequently asked asked questions about Tokyo Disney Resort. So we took all the questions that we've been receiving over the last while and we noticed some patterns. And so there's 10 questions that a lot of people ask a lot. So we're going to answer them and we're going to discuss them and all that fun stuff. And then we have our park tip and also our listener question. So, news. There's not a lot of news, man. No, there's not. But um, if you're a Run Disney fan and you're going to be in Hong Kong in September, there is the Marvel 10K at Hong Kong Disneyland. Oh, my gosh. What do you get? What? Do you get like a medal? I think so. I've never done a Run Disney event, so I don't know. I I don't know how this stuff works, to be quite honest. I just know that it's popular and people like it. (laughs) My friend does it every year. He has like a ton of medals. It looks so cool. And he's like super like fit and in shape. It's like amazing. Oh my God. So that's so cool. And like, so what do the superheroes come out and like cheer you on on the race track and stuff? Uh, That's what it says. So uh, like probably like Captain America and Spider-Man maybe. I don't know. Wow. Um, They just said, they just said superheroes. And there's also um, like a shorter one for children. So you so you know kids don't have to run the ten k they can run a shorter one like a five k. What if you're like just like short and weak? Can you ride the can you run the five k too? Probably. I want to do the five k. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, like I I have all the the de- details on our website, so you can go and check that out there if you want to maybe go do that in September. September's a little hot still for Hong Kong though. Yeah, I so like I don't it. Know. I'd probably die. It's my birthday in September. Well, then you should go run the 10K or 5K. I should. If I can can get into that 5K, man. I don't know if I can do 10K. I'm pretty weak. Hmm, Maybe maybe I should do it just for the fun of it. You should. I always wanted to do the Disney run event, like the 5K. But, um, like, I always miss it when we go back in Orlando. I guess it's also in autumn, isn't it? Or is is it earlier? Is it spring? Good question. I've, I really have no idea. <laughs> but we're never, because of school, we're never able to catch it when it's going on. Uh, that's true. That's true. Hmm. So, yeah, if you're if you're interested in doing that, uh, make sure you check it out on the website. And they open up registration, I think, pretty soon. So if you want to register, you make sure you check the date. 
Um, also coming out of Hong Kong Disneyland is they finally have a date for when they're starting their Marvel Superhero Summer, Ooh. which is their summer summer event, and that runs from June fourteenth until September third. It looks kind of fun. Like I'm not the biggest Marvel fan, so I'm kind of you know whatever about the event, but. It sounds like it could be kind of fun. What's going to be happening? Tell us details, Chris. So, well, of course, they're going to have merchandise and they're going to have food and there's going to be character meet and greets. Um, but the one thing that's going to that looks really cool is the pavilion in Adventureland. Mm-hmm. They're doing this like um, walk through attraction. So it's this is the same building that they did the nightmare experiment in for Halloween. Yeah. And they're doing this with uh, Marvel superheroes. So it's like this walkthrough with um, select characters from the Marvel universe. And you have to like, you're a special agent and you have to like try and like get out or something like that. Yeah. I don't think it's an escape room per se, but it's something along those lines sort of. Oh, interesting. So yeah, it sounds like it's a lot of fun. And I'm going to be going to that because um, oddly enough, I'm going to Hong Kong twice in June. i know i know it's just how it worked out um well first i I, i've mentioned it before in the podcast um i'm going to the mystic manor walkthrough or sorry the uh behind the magic tour whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. doing that and then my mom is actually coming to japan oh wow and so she's staying for three weeks yeah <laughs> and she also said well i want to go to hong kong too i want to go see disneyland in hong kong so i said okay we'll go to hong kong and there was a sale that came up with hong kong express yeah. which is the airlines the airline i always fly with to hong kong mm-hmm. because i find them very affordable um and they're good enough for a for a uh, no frills airline and it's such so a they short had a sale. flight you know yeah, it's like four and a half hours. Yeah. That's not bad. And so what it was, what, what the deal was, is if you book a round trip ticket, your flight from Hong Kong to wherever else, like wherever you're going back to, it's only a dollar. Yay. <laughs> so we paid about $150 per person for uh, each for a round trip from what? Tokyo to Hong Kong. That's freaking amazing. That's so cheap. And there's also a 40% Magic Access members discount for the hotels as well. So we're going to be staying at the Disney hotels. And we're going to... We got 40% off. Like, it's cheap. That's amazing. Oh, my God. You're going to have so much fun. Your mom is going to have so much fun. I know. (laughs) I'm like... I love taking people to Disney when they when it's like their first time, and especially if it's family members. It's always so much more special when it's your, you know family members or close friends. Oh, for sure! Oh my god, it's always so much fun. I'm excited. I'm really excited. It's gonna be good. <laughs> and then um, over here in Tokyo, we have our Tanabata Days, which starts on June 14th. That is so early. I know, like it's a three. It's just over three weeks. The event it goes until like the first week of july so they're they're, they've started to stretch this out just a little bit it's like it's it's like mind-blowing to me like i i i was so used to it being like one week you know and now it's like it's like it's super long i'm like what what (laughs) yeah it's a three-week tanabata days event yeah like as you said it's usually a week like two at the most but now it's three just over three weeks they're just gonna make it a month long next time yeah, so then after Tanabata Days, then we that's when we start the uh, the Pirate Summer at Disney Sea. 
Yes. So, so we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about in the coming months or coming weeks, I should say. So that's good. Um, and website related news. Um, we've started a newsletter. So make sure you go and sign up for our newsletter. I'll put a link in the show notes. You can click on it and it'll give you the form to sign up and give you or give us your email address and we'll send a weekly newsletter just kind of highlighting everything that's happened in the last week at the parks and things like that and just talking about things that we love and giving recommendations for like tickets and hotels and things like that. Oh, and that's it for news. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, our crowd forecast. Um, this one's really easy. Uh, we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. They have crowd forecast information for up to six months in advance, and they have it in English along with Japanese. And this is for the week of May 29th. And it's still the one of the slower times of the year. Um, they're predicting 20 out of 100, well, 20s uh, out of 100 midweek for both parks, and then about 80 out of 100 on the weekend for Saturday, and then 50 out of 100 for the Sunday. And that's pretty typical for this time of the year. Um, Saturdays are always the busiest. It's just how the weekends are, as I've mentioned many, many times before. (laughs) And we're getting very close to the rainy season, so in the next few weeks, it's going to start raining more and more. Hopefully, it doesn't last too long, but yeah, the rainy season is coming in June. I have a question. Like, I have a theory, and I just wanted to know mm. if, like, the crowd forecast shows this or not. Like, have you noticed that, like, for, like, mid-May until, like, mid-June, are, like, Sundays less crowded than usual or no? Um, It kind of looks that way oh yes okay because my friend and i were like talking disney and we were like theorizing like that maybe right now sunday is the best time of the week to go because the sports festivals are on saturdays so everybody goes on monday because there's no school and then nobody's going on sunday right because usually sunday would be kind of like a little bit slow on the weekend because you have school Mm -hmm. the next day but because those people that would go on sunday are going monday it's maybe a little bit less crowded, right? Right? That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. Huh. That, that's a good theory. All right. Testing it out. I'm, I'm going on Monday, of course. I'm not I'm not using my own theory, but. <laughs> <laughs> of course, right? Like, why would we follow our own advice? We never do that. I know. What's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're the ones giving advice, but we never follow our own, right? Because <laughs> we don't have to because we don't go all day you know that's true that's right (laughs) but uh speaking of you going on a monday uh what have you been doing in the parks lately i went on last monday (laughs) 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 because um my friends they had my friend had the sport day uh, a week before us so uh the kids did that on saturday and then man their day at disney was epic okay they were there like super late like they did everything okay so um i had the morning off and i'm like look i'll meet you at the parks whatever we'll go um go have lunch at the hotel because they wanted to do the buffet and i'm like look man for 600 yen more the quality at the hotel buffet is so much better 
and the experience is so much nicer go take a little stroll out of the park do that and then come back you know it's, it's like really chill and relaxed and there's no time limit and they're like okay and then my friend's like I couldn't find the reservation information and I'm like nuts okay I'll go do it and I did it all in Japanese okay be proud of me guys I did this by myself and that website you know Chris what I'm talking about that website is so infuriating like it's not just it's like the they're very specific about how to do certain things and the way they word certain questions and then like you think you're almost at the end but no no you're not at the end you have to register and I'm like ah I've registered before and I type in my information and I remember last time I I was like ah oh, this so fear is so frustrating and I'm like I told my husband you do it because I'm not doing this right now and so he did it under his name and I'm like oh I don't want to start over so I did everything under my name everything and I had entered my address the very specific way that they want you to enter the address and oh my gosh it is even I remember when he did it and he's Japanese he was like this is so frustrating okay so man it's so frustrating okay so but we did it I got the reservation everything was fine now I'm registered with the website again and everything is smooth but okay, so we got to the parks. We went fairly early, not like super, super early because it's, you know, it's a Monday and it wasn't going to be like super crowded. We got all the fast passes. We saw the parade. They love the Usatamas, um, which is good because they've been having, I don't know if you know, they've been having some kind of issues with the Chippendale float. Oh, I didn't know like, that, did they? Yeah, it broke down the other day. And I think it also broke down for the second show um, on the day that we went on Monday. So they've been having some kind of issues with that, like little mini float for some reason. I don't know if it's the heat or what, um, but we did that. They stayed until like they left the park at 1030. OK, <laughs> they, these people are way more dedicated than me, man. I would have been out like even like with a day ticket, like if I had to buy a day ticket, I would have been out by like seven. Like I would have been out like, no, after the electrical parade, I would have left. But man. Those ki- kids are tough. And it was um, four kids and two adults. And they they have stamina. Four kids, four and, kids two and two adults, man. And um, I went another day. What did I do that day? I don't even remember. <laughs> Hold on. I have it written down. Oh, okay. Chris, milestone. What's that? Do you remember the first time that you went to Disney by yourself? Like as a kid? Like where you got to wander the park by yourself? <laughs> um, I was probably about 26. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> Continue. Um, well, my, my son hit that milestone uh, this week at 10 years old. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, I was like, okay, you guys go. You're not taking your bicycles because you're not taking your bicycles. And um, I'll check in on you at one point and then you guys are off on your own again. So I, I, you know, I gave him the instructions, you know, the things that we always tell people to do. Like, look, go. You know that before the fast pass starts, the line moves smoothly. So even though the line looks long, stick it through and go and you'll be able to ride the attraction. They didn't listen to me. They didn't even get a fast pass in the morning. And I'm like, you guys. What, what am I working with? I got there just in time, okay, to stop 
his father gave him a huge spending budget for some reason. He gave him like a hundred dollars, and I'm like, oh, that's smart. And I got there. Oh my <laughs> that's god, a lot of money. I know. For like, you know, kids, they'll they'll spend it, yeah. you know. And I'm like, no, no, no. And I'm like, I get there already. They have bought their snacks. Guess what they bought for their snacks? Did they stop at the convenience store? No, no. They bought a Disney cookie tin with the fa- <laughs> <laughs> with the fancy cookies. And I'm like, he's like, I bought it for you. And I'm like, why is it open? <laughs> you know. He's like, oh, because we were just gonna try it first. And I'm like, oh, okay. So if you guys want to eat it, just eat it, you know. So they split it amongst themselves, and they brought their fa- he brought his father one cookie. <laughs> that <laughs> better be the 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 best cookie ever for a hundred dollars. <laughs> no, no, no. They, that's not the only. No, the cookies were not a hundred dollars. The cookies were ten dollars. <laughs> um, so I got to the magic store just in time to stop him from buying a fifty dollar magic kit. <laughs> this is is just getting better as you go i'm like you gotta stop okay (laughs) you gotta stop okay you can buy a souvenir but you are not gonna buy the 50 dollar magic kit okay you can buy it in installments every once in a while when you come okay but not dude okay you still have to buy your lunch and your dinner okay and and no you don't even know where you're eating yet so no dude chill so um, I got them, I stopped them from doing that. I let him buy the, the magic cards, which is much more affordable. He told me it was $10 and it wasn't, it was $20. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disney kids. Okay, so I got them Fast Pass for Haunted Mansion. Um, I, I, taught, I taught them the, the magic of single rider because they wanted to do Splash Mountain. And of course, it was already at two hours. So I'm like, no, no, there's something called single rider. You guys can't ride together. But you can, you know, you can ride pretty close to each other, you know. And they're like, oh, okay. And they did that. And um, I I had been asking them, like, are you guys hungry? Or are you going to have lunch? Because it was getting towards like 1.30. And they're like, no, we don't need to eat. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm like, my son was scared of Splash Mountain. Again, I, I think I told you that he had just recently ridden with his hands in the air. And now he's scared again. So he, he's not doing that. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, come with me. You're eating something. And I fed him. And then he met up with his friends. And then they bought some snacks later. So it was fine. But just in case. And they went to dinner at Ixbiari for some reason. They left early. And kids are so weird. And like, let me tell you, the other three kids were on day passes. And if I had not come, I don't think they would have even ridden an attraction. Because they're like, no, we just want to hang around and do magic tricks. And I'm like, you know, you guys can do that at home. Your parents bought you a day pass you know oh my gosh chris they're so crazy the children are so crazy you know (laughs) so lessons learned don't don't buy your kids a day pass unless you're going with them um don't give them too much spending money because they will spend all of it on stuff that they don't need and um they'll leave early <laughs> because they feel like it. It's like, they're, they're so... Oh, my God. Okay, so that was my In the Parks this week. What, what were you doing? It sounds, in- <laughs> um, sounds like it was frustrating, but also memorable. It was. I took a picture <laughs> of them because they didn't even take a selfie. I'm like, look, let me take your picture. <laughs> <laughs> they're 10 years old. They're not even taking selfies. What's going on? And No, the weird thing is that usually they do... 
they take they pretend they're on YouTube and they take videos of themselves and they send it to each other, but they hadn't taken a picture of each other that day, which was so weird. You know, because usually that's all they do. You know. Oh my goodness! Uh, to be ten years old again. I know. What a trip, man! I want to do that. Can we go back in time? But I don't even remember what I was doing when I was ten years old. That would have been nineteen ninety-five. Oh my gosh! It seems. Don't say that, Chris. It seems so long ago. It was long ago. It was over twenty years ago. Oh my gosh! Well, what were you doing in the parks? Did you go to the parks this week? No, <laughs> I took a break this week because the past like three weeks I was going like three or four times a week because oh. I had so much company coming in. Yeah, and it was you know, it was fun and I loved it. It's just I need some I need some time away from the parks so I can write. And, like do other things that I've fallen behind on because I you know I I have a blog to write for <laughs> and things like that so um I didn't go this week but I'm back in the parks starting Monday um by the time this podcast comes out I'm going to be staying at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel for a night um well this is kind of I guess my birthday week if you want to call it that um, my birthday's on June 3rd, so uh, staying at the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel for a night, and we're doing the Sherwood Garden Buffet, and I also booked us for the Crystal Palace because I've never eaten there yet, and I want to review it, and I want to see how terrible or not terrible I mean, it is. it's not, I've, like, terrible, but it's, like, I've heard, average. I've heard mixed things, yeah. so I want to form my own opinion. Yeah. <laughs> so we're doing that. Um, and then, um, well, like we're, we're at the parks for three days. Um, one night we're not staying at any of the hotels. I'm just going to come home, um, cause I have a friend staying with me and then we're going, staying one night at the Hilton hotel cause I've never stayed there. Oh, you're going to like it. And, it's nice. And yeah, I want to review it and do a video room tour and all that stuff. And we were able to get it on the 50% off deal. So it was like a hundred dollars for the night oh fantastic so can't really complain and then right after that um the next morning so like friday morning um we leave for hong kong <laughs> and then we go over to hong kong and then we're staying at one night um at the disney explorers lodge so i'm going to be doing video on that and also a full review and then we're doing the mystic manor uh tour and then we're staying at a non-Disney hotel that night. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it, it, it's a non-Disney hotel that's kind of near the airport. So I'll definitely talk about that because it, it it was much more affordable. It was like just over $100 for the night, so it's not that bad. Oh, it's going to be an epic birthday week, Chris. Yeah, and then I come back and then... I take two, like, we have two days where we're not doing anything, like, no no Disney stuff. And then the following week, we head over to Osaka, which we're going to, oddly enough, we're going to go see Britney Spears in concert in Osaka. <laughs> but then the next day, we're going to USJ. You need to take an energy drink, man. I know. I'm going to be so tired. <laughs> like, wait. I'm going to be so tired. This is a really hard schedule. It's going to be really yeah, amazing, to- but really hard. And I have to write about all this stuff. <laughs> well, happy birthday. Well, thank you, know. you. We have to have a birthday celebration podcast. 
Sounds good to me. You should Let's talk about like birthdays, like at Disney and Universal and Hong Kong. You should like like try out all the birthday stuff, and we can talk about so that. Here's a, so here's a fun fact. Um, well, not fun fact, fun whatever. Um, one of my friends was just in Shanghai, so I asked him to get me a birthday button mm-hmm. from there. And I'm going to be in Hong Kong on my actual birthday, so we're to. And I also have a birthday sticker from Tokyo, so I'm, I'm going to have the three Asia Disney parks. I'm going to have all like their birthday button sticker things in Hong Kong. So I'm going to take pictures of all three of them in Hong Kong. Well, there you go. That's perfect. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll just tell them in uh, USJ that it's my birthday and see what they do. You should. You should. It's close enough. I mean, it is. I, I, I feel like because people like they go on trips and stuff and they try to plan it close, but sometimes you can't get it on the day. So I think, yeah, absolutely. No. My, uh, my guess it'll probably be something Minions themed. That could be cool. I'm kind of excited to, to do a kind of sidetracking here, but um, we're going to ride the Minions um, attraction. That's right, because there's a new land, right? Yeah, it just opened. Um, we Since we're going midweek, I was actually able to get us um, the the express passes, which is nice. Yeah, you need you need that. It makes it so much so, easier. Doing that and we're going to be doing Flying Dinosaur, which I'm actually nervous to do. I don't know. Because <laughs> it was like, what, three episodes ago that you explained? Three or four episodes ago about the Flying Dinosaur? You'll be fine. I'm just I get so nervous because when I'm riding a like a coaster for the first time, I don't know what to expect. So I get like super nervous. It's not scary. It's it's fun. It's fun. I just like I'm scared of the 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 uh, G force. I guess that's what I'm scared of. I I don't like that feeling. Oh, that much. Uh, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be. <laughs> You're not making this any easier on me. <laughs> But different people feel like in different ways. So it's hard to say unless yeah. you, until you try it, you know? <sighs> well, don't worry. I'll give my full report when I get back. You have, I'll have to. Like, we're going to have like four episodes of podcast content to talk about once I get back. Yay! It's going to be a lot of stuff, but that's cool. So yeah, uh, that's in the parks. Um and also, I'll be posting a lot on Instagram and all this stuff. So you can follow my birthday week along on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I'll be I'll post everything. It's kind of like my uh, little mini vacation, but it's also work at the same time. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> let's get to our, I, I guess, the main event of this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about the top 10 frequently asked questions for tokyo disney resort and we actually do have a full article on the website that has all these questions that we're going to go through so i'll put a link in the show notes or you can just go onto the website and just search for top 10 faq and it'll pop up and so you can get all the links and all that kind of stuff so don't worry about having to write anything down we have it all written down for you already Uh, so how should we do this? Should I, should I just start and we'll just kind of go through it? Let's do it. Okay. Um, and these are in no particular order. There's, so these are just top 10 questions. Um, how many days should I spend at Tokyo Disney Resort? Uh, well, I say four. Four is ideal, especially if it's your first time. 
And also it makes it easy because that's the max amount of days you can get on a park ticket. So four days, pretty simple, I would say. It's a hard question. Would you agree with that? It. I think it depends yeah. on how long you're visiting Japan. Yeah. Like if... Like if you're here for two, like if you're in Japan for two weeks, which I think is pretty average for a lot of people, I'm just kind of guessing here. Yeah. Um, about two weeks, so four days. That's that might be a little on the long side, but of course that kind of depends on you know your schedule and budget and all that kind of stuff. But like four days, like if you want to experience absolutely everything without having to cram it all in. I feel four like, days is more than enough. Like Disney Sea has kind of cut a lot of the entertainment. Which I think cuts a lot of the the scheduling conflicts. So I, I yeah, want to so say makes it easier. Three. I'll three. say three, and that gives you time to do things outside of the parks too. Um, mm-hmm. It gives you time to go like and and if you follow the schedule and the TDR Explorer website, you can do a lot of the stuff in one day, like a lot oh, of yeah. it. And then depending yeah, on the don't... weather, you know. Oh yeah, and like. If you go like midweek and it's a nice day out, you're going to do pretty well. Or like if it's raining outside, well, not a lot of people are going to be there anyway. So you can ride a lot of the attractions and stuff. Exactly. And then you have that extra day, the third day, like to pick up whatever you missed if it was a rainy day or something, you know? Yeah. The only, like the only downside is like if you get like get a, like bad luck and it rains every single day. Then, like some of the outdoor entertainment, maybe will be canceled or altered. So, like that's the only time I could think of when you know three or four days won't be enough. Yeah, but that's kind of that's more like bad luck. It is more than anything. Like that, that's something you can't really plan for. It wasn't meant to happen. You're meant to come back. Exactly. <laughs> maybe yeah, there's many, always, many there's times. Always, yes, come back more than once. <laughs> so yeah, three days, and. Like three days would be ideal. Four days is also good. And then anytime after that, like if you need more, I, I guess it kind of depends on your schedule and stuff like that. But three or four days is more than enough. Um, Next, when should I visit? So like when when's the best time to come? Well, as we've said many times, uh, the best time to come is right now, which is May. It is really nice. And and make sure it's after Golden Week. Don't come during Golden Week. No. <laughs> As and of course, if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, we've talked about this in depth a lot. So make sure it's after Golden Week. And also, um, any weekend, avoid it if you can. Um, some weekends are better than others, but just as a general rule, just don't visit on the weekends. Um, and then same goes for public holidays. So just check the public ho- holiday calendar. Um, so there's like there's Golden Week, there's Silver Week, which is in the fall. There's Oban Week, which is in August, and then there's New Year's, which obviously falls on New Year's. So like those are like you know some of the bigger holidays in Japan. There's a new holiday. Did you know? Which one's that? It's a brand spanking you. Uh, so the oh, the politicians have decided to cut summer vacation by oh. one week. <laughs> uh, right. But they're moving that week that they're cutting off of summer vacation to like after school has started. So if you're working, so you can spend time with your families, but it's not a national holiday. So, but uh, I don't know. If you're working, it's kind of tough. And a lot of families have like double 
like double people working, both parents. So oh, uh, I heard about this. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a few weeks ago or like a week ago. They just announced this, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They just they just announced it. It's like a good idea on paper, you know, but um, I think for a lot of families, it's just like a kind of like a headache, you know, like a logistics headache of finding out what to do with your kid like during this week where they have off, but you don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, like, there's a, like, you know, we, we could talk about this forever, but that that's a whole other issue yeah. in itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the kids are out, but like, how do you take time off of work? Because, you know, working in a traditional Japanese company, you're kind of expected to be working all the time. Yeah. And they're like, so Oh, that's... it would be nice if the companies let people off for this week. It's like, yeah, but it's not mandatory. So they're not going to. Yeah, so they're going to be fighting an uphill battle on that one. So we'll see how that turns out. And I have one more thing about when to visit. So I think Mm -hmm. it depends on your will to battle. But for me, my favorite times to visit the Disney parks, and this is like the overseas parks as well, are like Halloween and Christmas. Mm -hmm. And I know it's crowded, but... I feel like the atmosphere and the special events and the decorations and the food and I think everything is like really worth it. And this is even when we go to the parks overseas, we know it's going to be more crowded, but it's just such a nice time of year. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So you really have to choose, you know, do you choose? And Easter is great too, though. Don't get me wrong. So this time is like, like you said, like really one of the best times to come. But I love Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, like, um, if you want to do, like, you could, in theory, do Halloween and Christmas here. Um, if you came near the end of October. Right. Yeah. And like, and like, kind of like split your, uh, split your time at the resort, like do two days that fall on Halloween and then go do other stuff in Japan for a week and then come back because, uh, Christmas usually starts around November 7th, 8th, 9th, kind of around that time frame. Mm -hmm. So then, in theory, you could actually hit two events if you split your time up. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you want to do that, you could also do that. And the weather is nice. Like, it's, it's starting to get a little colder, but it's not, like, it's not winter yet. So it's still pretty, it's mild. It's fairly mild. It's kind of like weather in May a little bit, but a little bit more chilly. Mm hmm. It, it kind of um, it kind of flows back and forth right now. Yeah. And the crowds are a little higher um, around Halloween just because of the costume events mm-hmm. that happen at both parks. So the, the crowds are a little bit higher. So, you know, it kind of depends, you know, it's just all these like different factors as to like what 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 you would like to accomplish when you're at the parks, I guess. Right. And then like one more time of year that I would recommend especially now that it's getting longer, is like Tanabata. Because again, right, it's not so crowded. And you get to see people wearing the summer kimonos, which is really pretty, you know? Mm. So it's kind of nice. And it's one of those, and if you timed it right, you can actually visit Tanabata and the summer event. Exactly, exactly. Or Easter in Tanabata, right? Yeah, so kind of, yeah, again, it kind of depends on what you would like to do. Because yeah, Tanabata is very nice. The summer one, the summer events have always just been super fun. They are. They really They're, are. But like, if you can't stand the heat, then it's probably not a good idea. That's Because it does get very, it gets very hot and humid here. It's really hard. Oh. It's real. Don't underestimate it. Like it's it's pretty tough. Um, 
like peak peak yeah. summer in Florida tough. So watch out, guys. <laughs> so really, the number one choice, May. Like May. truthfully, yeah. truthfully, but but Christmas and Halloween and Tanabata's in that in between spot where it's not hot yet, but you get a little Japanese culture and you maybe you could catch the tail end of uh, of Easter, you know? Yeah, and um. And it also depends on the year, but it might be because June's the rainy season. Uh, so it may be raining a lot. It's true. So, yeah, it's kind of a gamble in that sense. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, hopefully we didn't confuse everybody <laughs> as to when to come. It really depends but, uh, on the person. Yeah. It, it, yeah. There's there's a million different reasons to come at different times of the year. Um, but yeah, we have a full thing on the website too, kind of breaking down every single month and I'll, it, it's links are all, all there for you. So you can go and read them. Um, this is a, another question that is asked quite a, quite a bit, actually. Um, can I split my visit across multiple days on a multi-day park ticket? The answer is no. If you buy a multi-day ticket, so a two day, three day or four day ticket, they have to be used on consecutive days. You cannot split them up. There is no way around this. If you buy a three-day, it's three days consecutive, two days consecutive, four days, whatever. They have to be all in a row. So if you want to do split days, you're going to have to buy separate tickets. Or you can stay at the hotel. And we, we've done like we've done this when my mom came because her time was so, so limited that that was the mm-hmm. only way that we could do um, both events because she had to go like the next day, mm-hmm. and and w- for us it was worth it. But like it, it really depends. And she got to enjoy the hotel on top of the going to the parks, you know. Yeah, so that's more. That's a uh, like very, I guess, like more specific um, situation. Like you have to be staying at the Disney hotel, like a Disney, like the Ambassador or Mir Costa to get access to that um, one day or multi-day um, park hopper ticket, which is only for hotel guests. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, that it, that's a, a, a very, I guess, I want to say edge case in a sense. Yeah, but they're there and it's like a really, really good benefit to staying at the hotels. Mm-hmm. It's a little more expensive, too. It is. I can't. I don't. I don't know the price off the top of my head, but it's more expensive. But like, if you don't have time, you know, like for us, we we oh, just yeah, did definitely. not have the time, you know. Okay. Um, will I have problems not speaking Japanese? Uh, for the most part, no. You'll be fine. If you don't know any Japanese, you're going to be fine. Um, of course, knowing words here and there is going to be very beneficial. Of course, like you know, visiting any foreign country, knowing some words is going to get you far. Well, you know, far enough anyway. Uh, But for the most part, most cast members will know some English. Kind of. It kind of depends. Like, if it's the the front desk staff, um, there'll be at least one person there that could, that is fairly good at English. And if not, they will find someone for you that is. Um as for cast members inside the park like on attractions or um restaurants it's a little hit or miss um so but for a lot of those things you like you really don't need to know 
Japanese like you don't really need to communicate all that much unless you you know unless you have like a very specific request but for the most part it's fine yeah it's totally fine a lot of the stuff is visual although I I do wish they would provide um, more translation devices for some of the shows Um, especially Mm. some of them that they took away from the shows like Little Mermaid but a lot of the attractions will have a translation device like um, the Stitch uh, Tiki Room attraction and the the what is it the um, in the Arabian coast um what is the attraction the Sinbad not Sinbad ah what is it Magic Lamp Theater Magic Lamp Theater yes Magic Lamp Theater has a translation device um so go to guest relations and ask about that it'll also say on the park map um another thing that I I find a little bit of an annoyance but it's not going to like ruin your trip is that I wish the reservation system would be Multilingual, and I don't see what's preventing them from doing that on the website, you know. So I think that's a, that's a bit problematic. Um, but no, the cast members are great. If they don't speak Japanese, like Chris said, they will find somebody who does. There's papers that they have with translations of the menus. I mean, it's really, really one of the easier places to visit in a foreign country. So I think, like Chris said, you're totally fine. Oh yeah, exactly. And then. Um... If you want to uh, know exactly what's going on in some of the attractions, you can actually go to guest services at either park, Tokyo Disneyland or Tokyo Disney Sea. And if you ask for the story cards, they'll actually give you this envelope um, with you know these uh, cards that explain uh, certain attractions in English. So um, I, I think I mentioned this a few podcasts ago, actually. Um like for Disney Sea, they'll have like um, uh, I think Sinbad's in there, and they'll have the Tower of Terror and Journey to the Center of the Earth. Like they'll have like these really beautiful cards. They're you know like they're they're printed really nice on like nice paper and everything. Like they're like these are legit, and it'll explain the entire story in English. And they they, they also have it available in other languages like Chinese and Korean. So that's a that's a good freebie. You know, a nice uh, keepsake. Absolutely. So what are the best slash unique attractions at the parks? Um, well, for unique, uh, over at Tokyo Disneyland, uh, Pooh's Honey Hunt and Monsters, Inc. are the unique ones. Um, Jungle Cruises to an extent, because we have that one sequence. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, we, we, we have this added scene that's not in any of the other parks. I you know, I, I don't want to ruin it, but we have a scene that's not in the other jungle cruises, so that's I guess it's like half unique. And it's super cool. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and um our nighttime version is different from our daytime version. Mm-hmm. So you gotta check out both times a day. Uh um, what else is there? And then over at well, over at Disney Sea, there's a lot more. Like we have Journey, uh, well, Tower Terror. Like it's not unique per se, but the story is unique. So if you're a fan of the Tower Terror, then you definitely want to check ours out because uh, the story is different. Um, and then, then we have Sinbad Storybook Voyage, and now we have Nemo and Friends Sea Rider. It's kind of like a plussed up version of the California. Yeah. I would recommend it, even if you live in California. Um, because it's yeah, check it really out. nice. Um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, yeah. I forgot that, that one. That one's really cool. One. Uh, Raging Spirits, yeah. to an extent. Yeah. Like, it's like um, 
the Indiana Jones in Paris is the exact same ride system. So, um, I, I, I believe Raging Spirits from Disney Sea was modeled after the Indiana Jones version in Paris. They just rethemed it. The theming is nice. It, yeah, it's it, it's a nice like nicely themed coaster. The coaster is nothing special. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> I would say the best but, part of that coaster is looking at it from outside. And you don't have to wait in line. Yeah, it's it, that's true. It's 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 very nice from the outside. It really is. Um, so yeah, I, I would say the like those are the best and unique attractions at the parks. Easy enough. Um, what should I wear? Uh, well, clothes. We'll start off with that. Um, <laughs> We're matching Disney clothes. Yeah, like Disney bounding or whatever it's called. Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, that's true. People would love that. Uh, but like, if, if we're talking specific seasons, it depends. Like, of course, it depends on the season. Uh, summer, it's hot and humid. So you know, um, if you're very sensitive to the sun, then you, of course you're going to want like clothing that protects you from the UV, sunscreen. You know, wear a hat and all this stuff. Um, the cooling towels are phenomenal um i swear by those um (laughs) you can buy them anywhere in japan essentially um but if you want to buy them before your trip i think they're called like something frog frog cooling towel or something like that like it's on amazon yeah um yeah like dress all you do is you hmm? no I i was just gonna say dress like you would dress if you were going to florida you know yeah that's a good that's a good way to put it and you'll be good. Uh, body wipes. I use those all the time. Like, especially the ones with the uh, menthol in them. Yeah. Because they they feel really nice on your skin because it gives that cooling sensation. And when it's, you know, 34 degrees outside, it's, you know, you're, you're, you're going to do whatever you can <laughs> to stay cool. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, as I already mentioned, sunscreen and a hat and all that kind of stuff, and a water bottle. Um, you can actually buy like frozen like sports drinks and bottles of water from most convenience stores. Um, I think the New Days right at my home station probably sells it in the summer. They do, and the hotels also sell it. They do. Oh, the hotels do yeah. too. Okay, good. Yeah, do that. You will not be sorry. Trust me. <laughs> um, rainy season or like uh, just when it's raining right now. in general. Yeah. Um, if possible, waterproof shoes or something that just doesn't absorb the water. Don't wear sneakers, you or guys. Like, you will regret it. Yeah, it's not fun. Um, I personally don't like to wear pants when it's raining. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's always really weird without finishing my sentence. I... <laughs> I prefer to wear shorts because the bottoms of my pants, like the the legs, get all wet and it just makes it heavy. It's true. So <laughs> I I prefer to wear shorts. Um, and I also bring an extra pair of socks because inevitably my socks are going to get wet. And there's nothing worse than wet feet. That's like the it's worst. So part. terrible. Um, and then bring like bring a towel to like wipe yourself down and like you know dry yourself um and use umbrellas people 
I know for most North Americans, using an umbrella is weird and we don't really do it. Here, everyone does it, so don't be afraid to buy an umbrella. You're not going to look funny, trust me. And don't buy a flimsy umbrella because the wind here is killer and it will kill your umbrella. Buy the Disney umbrellas because those things are a little pricier, but they're so sturdy. They will last you forever. Okay? All right? And okay, here's the big debate, Chris. Are you an umbrella guy or a poncho guy? Umbrella. I agree. I feel like because at Disney, you have to, before you get on the rides, take it off and on and off and on and put it in your bag. And then, you know, that other stuff in your bag gets wet if you don't put it in the bag properly. I feel like the umbrella is the more versatile of the two. Yeah, ponchos I find are just very annoying. They are. All all around. Okay. But I can understand why people, some people would wear them. I you know, fair enough. Like, if, if you're not going on attractions a lot, then fine. Your hands-free. Cool. You know, hands-free. I get that. Yeah. Um, but usually, because I usually have a bag with me, so usually a poncho doesn't really fit over my bag. And it's annoying if I have to, like, get something out of my bag every five minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, you know, it drives me nuts. It's true. So, um, umbrella all the way for me. Um, in the winter, wear layers. Um, like, it doesn't get super cold here depending on where you're from. Uh, for me as a Canadian, it doesn't get that cold, but it's still cold. Um, so layer as much as you can. So hats, mitts, scarves, um, like multiple layers of like shirts and stuff like that. Because if you're, you're, you're going to be constantly going in and out of buildings. So you're going to be cold outside, but then when you go inside, you're going to be hot. So you want to be able to take off at least a layer or two. So you're not like sweating. And when you're inside, like if you live in a town that has Uniqlo or it, like as you're passing through the airport or whatever, like going to Disney, go and get some heat tech underclothes and you will thank us because it's like very lightweight, but it keeps you warm. And they have like now like an ultra, what is it? Like an ultra hot version, which is like amazing. Yeah. Yes. And I believe in uh, both U.S. and Canada, you can buy this stuff online yeah. through Uniqlo. So make sure you check it out. So they're called Heat Tech. And also for the summer, they have them called, they're called Airisms. They're so and nice. And those help you keep cool and dry. Um, then in the fall, the fall, spring and fall, it's very comfortable. So just wear whatever you're comfortable in. Bring a light jacket for the evenings because it does get a little chilly in the evening. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. Um. Where should I stay? Kind of depends uh, on your budget and stuff. Um, there's four Disney hotels, uh, three of which are deluxe, and they're priced as deluxe hotels, starting at like 300 some dollars a night. And then we have the One Value Hotel, which is the Tokyo Disney Celebration Hotel. Um, I checked recently, and it's actually... I don't know if they dropped the price they, or what. They did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Because it's not it, like I paid three hundred dollars to stay the one the one night. And no, it is not worth three hundred dollars. Yeah. So now it's like just over two hundred dollars a night, which is still a little expensive mm-hmm. for, in my opinion, for the lack but, of amenities. You know, yeah, but, but but it's still it's still cheaper. Early entry, you can buy those multi the park hopping tickets. You know, so eh, okay, kind of depends. But yeah, uh, we have reviews of all, like these hotels on our website. So you can go check that out. And then there's also the official hotels. Um, the most popular ones are is the Hilton Tokyo Bay and also the Sheraton Grande. Grande? Grande. <laughs> <laughs> I 
hotel as well. Those are the, the most popular official hotels. They're right on resort and they're right on the monorail loop and they're they're constantly having sales so you can get rooms as cheap as $100 a night. I would also recommend at the Shinurayasu station which is one station away, the Brighton and the Oriental Hotel. Ah, oh, yes, those are good ones as yeah. well. Yeah. Um okay, I'm just going to kind of go through these other ones really quickly cuz we're starting to run out of time. I don't want to run too long. <laughs> Um, what are the best places places to eat? Oh, that's a terrible question because they're going to be here for half. Oh an my hour gosh! Now. What team are uh, you? <laughs> uh, goodness. Okay, so we're going to go through this quickly. I promise. Okay. Um, Tokyo Disneyland, and tell me if you agree or disagree with any of these, Patricia. Okay. Uh, Camp Camp Woodchuck is a good place. Hundred percent agree. Uh, Grandma Sarah's, yes. Queen of Hearts Banquet Hall, yes. Hungry Bear. Yes. <laughs> so there's more. Um, okay. Okay, I know, I know. I'm the I'm the ramen shop team. The China Voyager. China Voyager. I like it. That's a good one too. It's really good, especially on a cold day. And in the summer, oh, they have like the noodles. chilled noodles too. Oh my god, it's so good, you guys. Okay, um, and I think every once in a while, Blue Bayou. Okay, I, I haven't been there since they redid the the menu. I likes it. I need to go there. Go check it out. We'll do that soon. Okay. Um, then over at Disney Sea, um, without a, a doubt, and you've heard us talk about this many times, uh, Magellan's. Yes. Magellan's is phenomenal. You need to eat there. Um, the New York Deli. Yes. Okay. And don't think we're crazy because you're like, oh, it's just sandwiches. But they're really good sandwiches, you guys. And they got soup in the winter. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have uh, Zambini Brothers Restaurante. Yeah. Restaurante. Try that. That one's very Fried gobel with the little fried shrimp and a beer or a wine a glass of wine so good just that you don't even need to order real food (laughs) real food (laughs) and then um restaurant di cantaletto i love it that one's very good um that's all i have on a list is there something else okay i got it i gotta add two more and they're both in the same place teddy roosevelt lounge Mm mm-hmm Oh, right. Duh. Love it. Um, good good little dishes, good cocktails. And I have to say my son's favorite freaking restaurant because this child has like expensive taste. Um, SS Columbia. Pretty good. Pretty oh, good. Is... Okay. I like it. Especially after the menu change. It's really nice. And if you're on a diet, they have this light menu. It's only 500 calories. But it's still a course menu. And um, I think the dessert has changed. But they used to have like this pear like drizzled in wine, which is so amazing. And I don't know how they make it 500 calories. Maybe they're lying to us. I don't know. But it was like a really nice full menu, which was fantastic. Oh, no. I'm going to have to check it out. Do it. All right. Now. Uh, we have we have two more questions. Uh, can I use my credit card and or debit card at the at the resort? Um, most major credit cards are accepted at Tokyo Disney Resort, um, but they do not accept debit cards of any kind from overseas. So if it's if it's just a debit card, it's not going to work here. Sorry, it's you're going to have to use a credit card. Um, what if it's like one of those have, credit like, cards that's like like a debit credit card? Hi. Those will work. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you have like Mastercard, American Express, um, what was the other one? Visa. Uh, those work uh, fine. Um, just have a backup one just in case, because sometimes your credit card may not work for 
reasons I have no idea. Like, so I have two MasterCards, right? Mm -hmm. One works completely fine, no issues. The other one won't work at all. Oh, weird. And, like, at first I thought it was something wrong with the card, but no, like, my card's perfectly fine. It works other places in Japan, no problem. It's just Tokyo Disney Resort in particular. It just doesn't work, and I have no idea why. So just have an extra credit card on hand and also cash cash is king in japan still yeah um so you can actually pull cash out of the 7-eleven atm which is an expiry um and you can pull out uh yeah from you can pull out money with your with your debit card from your bank account just check with your bank see how much the transaction fees and all that is um but try and keep cash on hand if you can like um, 10,000 yen which is about a hundred dollars you know something like that just keep it on you just in case and that's good advice for just traveling in Japan in general yeah because uh, like small little like little shops are not going to accept cards of any kind like even Japanese credit cards are not going to accept anything it's just going to be cash only so keep cash with you at all times <laughs> um, and our, for our final question and this this is probably one of the most asked questions is can I buy Tokyo Disney Resort merchandise online? The short answer is no. No. Nope. No. Nope. No. Um the only exception for this is merchandise from the Disney store in Japan. But the catch is they only ship in Japan. So it's kind of weird. <laughs> um so yeah, like they don't have a online shop for the uh, resort merchandise unfortunately so you have to come here and buy it or find someone online like a personal shopper that'll do it for you uh but we we don't do that personally like we don't do personal shopping for people so yeah we don't have time for that guys i'm sorry we love you guys sorry. we love you guys but come on it's hard okay <laughs> just come here and buy it yeah it's great more fun so, yeah, the, those are our top 10 frequently asked questions. So hopefully you learned something today. I know I did. I know Patricia probably did. I, I, I probably know. did. <laughs> I'm just speaking I'm always you. learning stuff. Um, oh, I learned, that deb- so I learned the tip. debit card thing. Oh, there you go. So uh, park tip. What do, what do you got for a park okay, tip? Okay, so, okay. I, I know you guys are not, like, maybe not all of you are as crazy as me, but, like, bear me out. And trust me, this will help you with your vacation. Um, if, whether you live in Japan or whether you live overseas, go and download the TDR Now app anyway um, because you can just check it out for fun to see what the wait times are. And I would, ch- I would, ch- um, we just, um, Chris just recently um, made it run smoother, right? What, what did you do to, to mm-hmm. like, what, what, what exactly did you do? What, what is the update? Um, it's faster, the, the, wait times update faster so you can get to the rides quicker yeah good okay and um (laughs) what i would do is i would go i would check i would start checking maybe two weeks ahead of time before your vacation and then as the vacation gets closer check it more like daily before you go just to see the different days of the week and how the patterns change and i know it sounds like i know it sounds like a lot and i know it sounds crazy but we did this with the usj 
And I'll do this um, before we go to the parks. Like if we're going like on a weekend, I'll check the weekends ahead of time to see what like the average times are and how the crowd patterns like kind of move around. And it helps so much, you guys. It helps you decide what attraction to do first. It, it like if there's like some kind of a fluctuation, like one big attraction is down for refurbishment, you know. Um, it really, really helps out. We used it when we went uh, last Monday with our friends and um, it really gave us a good advantage um, in the park that day. So Chris, thanks for a good app. Go check it out now, the TDR Now Wait Times app. It's fantastic. It's smoother and you'll have fun checking it anyway. You can pretend like you're going to the park and you can check out the wait times. <laughs> and of course, if you're checking from overseas, just make sure you keep in mind the time difference. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> just keep that in mind um so listener question oh i know i like this one okay i have a really short yeah i have it? a really short answer okay okay is toy story mania worth doing if we've done it at walt disney world and or california adventure and the answer is no no it's the same exact ride is except like it's in <laughs> japanese but no it's the exact same ride so no um you wrote down that the queue is nice. Yeah, it's nice, but it's not worth waiting like what, however many hours or running and then getting the fast pass in the morning. And then that throws off all the other fast passes for the rest of the day because you had to have that Toy Story Mania fast pass. Not worth it. I would not do it. What do you think? I agree. Um, I would only do Toy Story if like for whatever reason it's very slow that day. Like if there's a like, a you know, a lower wait time at the end of the day and you've done everything already you're like, yeah, I want to go check out the queue. Then, yeah, okay, fine. But other than that, if you've done it before, don't bother wasting your time. Exactly. I mean, if you live you here can... and you've never been to the U.S. parks and you're not going to the U.S. parks where the wait is shorter, fine. But that's the only case. Yeah. So, yeah. So if there's anyone listening that hasn't been to the ones in the U.S., then, of course, yeah, it, it, it is worth doing if you've never done it before. It's a fun attraction. You'll just have to... Yeah, it's it's super fun. There's a reason why there's such a high wait mm-hmm. time for it. So, yeah, if if you do want to do it, as we've mentioned many, many, many times before, get there super early, do it as the first thing. But if you've done it before, don't waste your time. You can go ride Journey four or five times by the time you ride Toy Story Media once kind of thing. Exactly. All right, so that's it for our episode episode 86 is in the bag that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) all right so don't forget to rate and review us on itunes stitcher and also google play music and if you have any questions or suggestions for the show you can send them along to contact at tdrexplorer.com and make sure you share this with everybody if you know someone who's planning a trip to japan hong kong or shanghai send them our way we'll help them out uh, you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at tdrexplorer, and also on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. And I am one of your hosts, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm on the one that's always eating at the parks. And, as always, is Patricia. <laughs> I'm Trish. Um, I take photos. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love. And I'm wrangling the children and trying to get their spending habits under control. Uh, listen to us every week. You guys, we love you. Send us your comments and feedback. See you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. See you, explorers. <laughs>